Good morning, Grinders. Welcome to the DFS pregame show here on Roto Grinders. Uh, I'm, I'm Jordan Cooper, a.k.a. Blender Ed, Blender HD, if you want to follow me there on Twitter. And uh, this is the show where uh, we're guided by you in the YouTube chat. We talk about DFS strategy. We got, the, obviously, the NFL Sunday slate. Prices have been posted. We can take a little bit of a look at that, I guess. But it's kind of early Wednesday to take a look at, like, initial projections. We don't think we have much ownership. See what's going on. Uh, we got Champions League soccer this, this afternoon. If you want to play, people are like, oh, what's there to do on Wednesdays? Tuesdays and Wednesdays is Champions League soccer. You turn on Paramount Plus, they have a Golazo channel, and you watch the goals fly in. Uh, and, and, and it's a pretty, pretty entertaining slate. You got some uh, world-class players on it. So maybe maybe I'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, but uh, but I answer your questions in the YouTube chat. So give me those thummy thumbs. Give me the thummy thumbs on your way in the door. Hit the subscribe button if you're new. Hit the notification bell to know when we go live. Uh, today on, on the, the, the YouTube channel, I believe... Uh, we got uh, the, the OGs uh, sports betting uh, show with uh, with beer makers fan and chopper and and notorious uh, Soulcast is also that that's going to be on the Soulcast YouTube channel. Then obviously Grinders Live and uh, and Crunch Time for premium members. And as always, you can get a Roto Grinders combo premium membership. All the sports, all the time. Get ten dollars off your first month by clicking on the link in the description. I see you guys in the chat. Suki Singh, they're always there, but most of the time they're first. Good morning. Anthony Golden, Matt Mears, Shane Newman, Colin Lawson, Daniel Hutchins, Matt Noah, Major One-on-One, Sterling Woods, and Brady, Brady Sanders, and, and obviously uh, Eli uh, highlighted, right? The producer, producer Eli. Okay, let's see. Uh, go through the YouTube chat. Okay, it's, feel free to post whatever you want. I mean, I don't really know what to do on Wednesdays because... I think it's too early to look at like, well, how we're gonna how we're gonna strategize about Sunday's NFL slate. Well, I mean, I barely know who's gonna be owned. I think Najee Harris is gonna be the probably the highest owned running back of the slate. Uh, if we take a look at the initial gridiron IQ projections, I think the uh, the Cowboys Chargers game is gonna be the highest owned game. I think you're gonna have Cooper Lamb, Keenan Allen. I think Justin Herbert or Dak Prescott. Uh, Zeke Elliott at 6,200, maybe, uh, Austin Eckler. I, I think, I think that will be the popular game of the week. If we take a look at the, the total in that game, I think is like ridiculous, uh, 50, 55 right now. It's, it's, uh, a lot of, a lot of the higher total games are actually the late games, right? If we take a look here, we go, okay, that's Buffalo, Miami. That's like 20, uh, 48 Houston, uh, the Browns that's 48 Cincinnati, Chicago. That's low. 44 and a half Patriots jets is low that 42 and a half uh, Jaguars Broncos is fairly low, right? 40, it looks like 40, 44 and a half uh, 49ers Eagles. Okay. 49 and a half uh, Rams Colts is around what's 47 and a half uh, Pittsburgh Raiders. Uh, that's 47 ish uh, Saints Panthers is low 44 and a half. And then we have these four o'clock games. We got uh, like uh, that looks like a uh, 51 for Cardinals Vikings. We got uh, 20, uh, so 51 and a half or so for Falcons and, and Buccaneers. Then Tennessee Seattle is around for 53 and a half and uh, the Cowboys Chargers 55. So uh, if, if you think you're up early at the 1 PM games go on and you're like, I got the winner. 
winner. I'm first in a GPP. All my guys have gone. I have no PMR, no nothing, you know, nothing like that. I don't get, get, get these games. It also makes for an interesting thing of like from a, from a late swap perspective. So for instance, even if you're rostering players from these later games, let's say you're stacking up, you know, you got, you got, you got four or five, six, six players out of these games. Like, but you may have some lineups, you know, some, some players from the earlier games, like maybe, maybe you're playing uh, uh, you know, a one-off uh, Bengals receiver or uh, uh, you're playing a, a Jacksonville guy or whatever, whoever it could be, Cooper Cup, right? You're playing one of the Rams. They project fairly well. Higby, Woods, Cup. Like, even though that's the only guy going in that line. Like, let's say Cooper Cup duds and has like four points. But like the rest of your lineup is like, well, I'm just, I'm, it's a cowboy stack with Keenan Allen, run back, you know. Maybe that's the time to, to maybe pivot. Right, because you know you got one slot wrong. So now he's like, okay, now I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go somewhere else. I'm gonna, and, and, but a lot of these, a lot of these stacks are gonna be. I, I think these are gonna be the chalkiest games. I mean, they're gonna be the chalkiest. Regardless, you're gonna pivot from from uh, the Cowboys to who to the, the the Cardinals, who are also gonna be popular, right? Like, like, like I, I'm not sure what your pivots gonna be. Maybe you maybe play. You try Brady, Brady Godwin, something like that. I mean, I'm just saying. Uh, the, the four o'clock games, the late later games on Sunday slate are going to be the key games, but don't, but don't think that, that you don't have to slate swap, even if you're playing the later games. Okay. Obviously you've been playing the earlier games. Let's say you stack something, you, you stack, say you stack the, the, the Eagles or something, the Rams. let's say you do the Rams, right? You play Stafford, you play Higby, you play cup. And let's say that does extremely well. Right, maybe you ran it back with the uh, you know Mike Michael Pittman or something. Let's say that all you guys hit, yeah, flame emojis and everything. Well, probably in the rest of your lineup, like uh, you know, just play the best players, right? If you if you have if, if you're taking leverage like all oh, in that lineup, I have you know Justin Jefferson instead of Amari Cooper or Cooper or C. Land, just just switch it. Just go okay. I'll take Amari Cooper now. right? Because I'll I'll take the I'll take one of the higher owned receivers that have the highest ceiling on the slate, the best projection. As of that point, you already got you got thirty two at a cup. You got you got twenty one at a at a Higby. You got thirty two at a Stafford or something. You got sixteen at a Pittman, and you're looking you're looking pretty. You got like three slots you know remaining in your in your roster. It's like, well, maybe 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 you're pivoting, especially especially playing smaller field or single entry stuffs under under five thousand entries or something. Like you don't have to get nuts up. So it's like just play the best plays at that point. Maybe in the Millie or something, maybe you'd be like, oh, maybe I'm, I'm not going to play the Cowboys in that lineup either. I mean, you could do it that way. That'll give you an easier path to the first place. But I think the, the big thing this week is uh, paying attention to your lineups around, you know, 3 o'clock, 3.30 Eastern. You know, because these first two games will lock at 4.05 Eastern, and these two will lock at 4.25 Eastern. So, like, paying attention, even, even if you have plenty of players from these later games. Right. It almost seems like the afternoon only slate, like the, the, the main slate feels like the afternoon only slate. Like the lineups that you'll build for the afternoon only slate seem very similar to the ones I guess that you would build from the early, other than like Najee Harris. Like I could see chalk wise in the early games, like Buffalo, maybe there'll be some digs, right? Something something like maybe some, some I mean, obviously Allen, Diggs, Beasley type of type of combos. I don't see much on the, uh, the Dolphins getting that owned, right? Then you have the Texans, Browns. 
I think that'll be that'll be low owned. Even though the Browns are a 30, 30 point total, like maybe you have some Chubb, but I don't think he'll be that popular. I don't think Landry and Beckham and Hooper. I I, I just don't. I don't think they can get much ownership. Then you get the the Bears and the Bengals. I think like Jamar Chase and Higgins and that that the, the Bengals receive Mixon. I guess get a little bit of ownership, right? I don't think much on the Bears. Then the Patriots. I don't think Patriots Jets may go completely on them. I don't know. If, I don't know if anyone's playing anyone from that. That'll be the lowest owned game on probably the entire slate. It's also the lowest total. Then you got the Broncos and the Jaguars. Uh, I don't necessarily expect maybe maybe. I don't know what people are going to do with like a Tim Patrick or a, or a, a Cortland Sutton because Judy's out, but I don't see that. I don't really see much ownership there. Then we get the, the Eagles 49ers. Uh, I think obviously Eli Mitchell may, may get some ownership. I'm not sure if it's warranted. Uh, the Eagles, I think Jalen hurts, obviously with a Russian quarterback, uh, they'll get someone, you'll get some, you know, hurts, Hurts, Devonta Smith type of lineups. Okay, I could see that. I think the, out of the early games, I think the Rams are the one that are more likely to be popular. Cop, Woods, Higby. Maybe not Stafford, but individually Cop, Woods, and Higby. I don't see much on the Colts side. Uh, the Steelers, it'll be Najee. It'll be the Najee Harris show. I think Najee, Najee Harris may end up being the highest owned player on the entire slate. So you'll have that one big chalk piece there. So let's say you're playing a lineup without Najee Harris. And somewhere else. And Najee Harris puts up 30 points at 30% ownership. Well, then now, now you know that you have to, now, now it's time to take the Cowboys out of your lineups, right? Now it's time to, to hope the Cowboys Chargers game busts. But let's say you have Najee Harris in your lineup and he only gets six points again. Well, you're doing the same thing. You're like, well, now it's time to take the, you shouldn't, probably shouldn't have had Najee Harris and the Cowboys together. Uh Unless, unless you have really weird stuff in, in the other spots. But now you can assess. I think that Najee Harris's score early, like early, not like in the first quarter, I'm saying by, by 3.30 Eastern, by the time you, you're looking to swap, that'll be the key to what you're going to do with the four o'clock games with late swap. Because I see the Saints and the Panthers. Yeah, I guess Kamara will get some ownership. McCaffrey will get some ownership. But I don't, I don't think it'll, other than Najee Harris, I think a lot of that, uh, the ownership at running back is going to get kind of spread out. And then when, when, once you, once you get all of that information, now you, now you're able to build better lineups later, right? You could switch, but I mean, it's it pretty much to me, it's, it's Cooper. I think Cooper cup will be decently owned. You know, it'll be 15 to 20% owned. I think Najee Harris will be 25 to 30% owned. If maybe even more, uh, I mean, Diggs will probably get up to, you know, maybe 15 or something, but you, how did the chalk pieces do? Do you have them or not have them in the lineup? And how do you switch uh, in the later games to the lower owned? Like maybe, maybe you switch to Tennessee. Maybe you switch, maybe the Falcons, even though they're the low, you know, they don't look very good. Maybe, I mean, some, just something else, even hey, maybe, maybe you're switching over the chargers, but you're playing Mike Williams instead of Keenan Allen, right? You Maybe you originally had, uh, you originally had Dak Prescott in you know, a fairly chalky lineup, right? Uh, da- uh, Dak Prescott, CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, Keenan Allen, something, something like that. And you go, okay, I'm going to switch to Herbert plus Mike Williams and have Ezekiel Elliott as the run back. You're like, okay, that'll be lower in combination. Then then you take that and you, you throw in a, you know, a Godwin or you, th- you throw in a Julio Jones, you throw in a DK Metcalf, something that'll be a little bit, a little bit less home. 
in comparison to the Cowboys wide receivers. So I think, I think that's the key. If you're not, if you're not going to pay attention uh, by like by three 30 Eastern time, like if you, I would be out, I'm going to be out at Chuck E. Cheese or whatever. I don't know whether Chuck E. Cheese is you're at your, your kid's birthday party. I think you're you're giving up a, a, a fair amount, especially this week. This is something you should be doing every week. Okay. At three 30 or so d- d- deciding on where to swap in certain lineups, right. For GPPs, especially, uh, but I think it's more true now since they're the most, a lot of lineups are going to have a lot of slots open, even in cash games. If you're playing cash games, I'm, I'm assuming that in cash games, you're going to have like, you may only have maybe two people, maybe a defense or something from the early games. And then everyone else is in the late games. Like you're, you're probably, you're probably playing at least one Cowboys receiver. You're probably playing at least one charger. You're, you're probably, you're, let's see. Minnesota, you're playing Dalvin Cook or something. You probably, I mean, a significant amount of your lineup should be in the late games. I'm assuming. Like I said, it's Wednesday. That's why, like, I, I don't, I don't know what else to talk about. There's no ownership. There's no nothing. Well, where am I going to get leverage? Well, I don't know where I'm going to have to get leverage from. I mean, obviously, if we, if, if I could confidently say that Najee Harris is going to be very, very, very owned. Uh, obviously, the leverage there is to play uh, the the one of the Pittsburgh uh, wide receivers. I'm assuming they're, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be the type of thing where Najee Harris is 28% owned and uh, Deontay Johnson is, is 4% owned. And Chase Claypool is 5% owned and Juju is one, like something like that. But if, you know, if the Steelers put up 28 points against uh, the Raiders and no touchdowns go through Najee Harris, well, the best way to get leverage off of Najee Harris lineups is to play a Pittsburgh uh, wide receiver. Now, of course, Pittsburgh could just put up nothing and the whole game busts. But I mean, to me, that's the most obvious leverage point as of now. Obviously, the, uh, the, I, I don't think there's anything in the Cowboys-Chargers game that is much leverage. Maybe, like I said, Mike Williams. Maybe maybe a, a Dallas tight end, right? Because I think Cooper will be owned, Lamb will be owned, and even Cedric Wilson at 3,100, he'll be owned. I think Eckler is going to be owned. I think, uh, I mean, maybe not high-owned, but owned. Uh, I think Zeke is going to be owned. I think Allen's going to be owned. I think Mike Williams is still going to be owned, but be the lowest out of that bunch. That's why I'm like the lowest out of the bunch for, for the Cowboys, the tight ends and the lowest out of the bunch of the chargers are probably, I mean, maybe they're tight end, maybe like Donald Parham or something or whoever, whoever's playing tight end for the chargers, like something like that. So at least think in terms of, well, I'm going to, sw- I'm going to swap out CD lamb for Dar- Dalton Schultz and then upgrade some other position later. If you need to get different. And, and if you're fine, if you have great, great looking lineups, then just pl- plug it, plug in the chalk. You're probably, probably the best projected players and, uh, and block other people. Okay, doke. Let's go through the, the YouTube chat. Feel free to type in whatever you want. It's going to be a short show if you don't, or I'm going to start talking about soccer. And everyone loves when I start talking about soccer. Some people started playing yesterday. I got some messages. I said, oh, you, t- you showed some soccer. I tried it out for the first time and, you know, you know, they, they, they placed in a GPP, right? They cashed or something and they didn't know anything about soccer, right? Because we have projections here. So you, you could use the projections, just under, just understand medium projection and soccer are not, are, are, are not are, the range of outcomes for players are much wider in soccer. The standard deviation of individual players are much different, okay? This, I think that the standard deviation for players in soccer may be more higher than in baseball, even. Right, may even be higher than higher than in baseball. It's wide. 
Because it's like, well, you have a yeah, Rudet Odor. It's like he's either going to strike out five times or hit a home run. He's, he's not scoring seven points. His median, his mean projection is seven, but he rarely scores seven. He scores zero or 14. Same thing in soccer. We have a lot of players that, oh, they have a projection of, uh, of 12. And it's like, well, I mean, the way that a certain player plays, if, if they're, they're a set piece taking active player, you know, gets a lot of peripherals, they get to 12 without a goal or an assist or anything. They could get there. They, their range of outcomes is like seven, seven to 17, you know, like, like they're not going to get that few typically, but also their ceiling is capped. I mean, they can score a goal. So they're more likely to be around that mean number, but a goal score, like typically center forwards are like, okay, this center forward is also projected for 12 points for whatever price. And you go, okay, well, what's the difference between the two players? It's like, well, one's going to score between like six and 18 and the other's going to score between three and 21. Like, like, you're going to get a lot of instances where that player like scores two points, right? Takes two shots and that's it. Doesn't score, comes off at the 70th minute and you're sitting there with some $8,000, $9,000 forward going, what the hell did I pay for this guy? While the other guy who is a similar price at midfield is, is, is you, you, you're checking your screen and you see like, oh, 0.7. Oh, added more. Oh, another point, like throughout the course of the game. And then next thing you know, he has, uh, you know, 15.48. And you're like, I didn't even, I barely saw him do anything. Right. He didn't, he didn't shoot. He didn't have any shots. Right. He just said, Oh, just a bunch of crosses and some free kicks. And you know, Oh, that, well, that that's how you get peripheral points in, in uh, DK soccer DFS. So if you're going to use the Roto grinders projections for soccer, just understand that the standard deviations of players are, are much different. So, so I, even if you don't know soccer, typically, typically it's center forwards. If they're in the forward position. A lot of times that that standard deviation is much higher. And if they're in the midfield and defender positions, it, it, the range of outcomes is much uh, narrower. If you had to use a tip, typical thing, we have obviously a slate uh, today with uh, PSG. Like, uh, like, like so, sometimes it's both, right? You get uh, Messi, Neymar, Mbappe. Like they're all over 10K, but uh, like we have their medians at like 20. And uh, they could get to 20 with, the, they get to 20 without a goal. I mean, like without a goal. And if they score, I mean, they put up ceilings that are unheard of in DFS soccer. I mean, Messi, Messi has had, I, I believe Messi once uh, had a 78-point DK game or something. I mean, like something like four, five, four goals, three assists, you know, eight uh, chances created. Like, I mean, just it's, it's especially when they're huge favorites over something. Okay, going through the YouTube chat. Da, 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 da. Matt Noah says, click the like, everybody. Click the like. It's free content. It's like taking off your shoes when you walk into someone's house. I'm in courtesy. That's right. Give me those tummy thumbs. Let's see. Let's see. Joe Marino, new to MME, and need a find a process for, for prioritizing late spots. Well, obviously, you can do it manually. But that's not all that effective. We have... Uh, a rebuild late swap entries manager in here where it, the most important thing is to download your entries from this link. Obviously it won't work now uh, when it'll go to the correct uh, your CSV. If you're logged in and everything and grab the new CSV. The thing is that on DraftKings, it, it uh, DraftKings when a game is locked includes another column that signifies that. 
Uh, you can upload your previous entries. It just it, it won't show the lock players in here. So that a lot of people have have the problem that they put in their entries. See DK entries.csv that they originally had at like you know twelve fifty nine right before lock, and then they try to swap. It's like the better thing is to just re-download it again. You could the link will take you directly there. It'll do it for you. And then you take that and then you upload and you, you, you click here, right? And you upload it there, right? And then it'll show you all of your lineups, all of the exposures, and then it'll have a little lock thing everywhere. So then you could go in and then change whatever you want. And there's, if you're having problems, because uh, a lot of times, because like six, seven players are locked into your into certain lineups, you can, oh, I want to jam in all of this guy. It's like, well, salary-wise, you can't fit, right? Like it still it still uh, goes by your buildings and your groups and everything. So uh, when this does come up, there's going to be an option. If you're having trouble, it, it, it'll it'll there's a little checkbox that says like basically disable all of your settings. Like if you're having a hard time getting something in, but it's tr it's trying to abide by all of your buildings while still doing this. So like, oh, I'm going to take out I want to take out X guy and put in another guy. Well, you may have one lineup where that guy is stacked with someone. And it's like, based on your rules, it's like, if you take out that guy and put in someone else, you're going to end up with a naked quarterback. And if you have no naked quarterbacks in your, as far as allowing in, in your build rules and your stacks rules, like it's going to, it's going to bork. It's going to, you know, the lineup HQ is going to not put that guy in that lineup. Right. So you may see, it's like, oh, I want this guy in hundred percent of my lineups and you, you, you do it. Let, let's just say I'm using an extreme hundred percent and you have 150 lineups and you say, oh, it's only giving me 88%. And then you try it again, and it's only giving you eighty-eight percent. And you're like, "It's it's messing up." It's like, no, the other twelve percent. It just that player. If you remove it in there, but you know, maybe you have a a, a, max, a minimum salary. Because sometimes if you go down, you go, "I'm going to go down from a six thousand guy and get a forty-five hundred dollar guy," and I don't care if I leave fifteen hundred on the table. Well, it's not going to be able to do it if your builder will say that you have to spend at least uh, you know forty-nine five or something, right? Because now you're spending 48.5 in that lineup and your uh, your build rules don't allow that. That's why you're not getting that guy there. So you could go in before you do that and you, you could put it, you, you could change your build rules just so you allow for more flexibility. But that checkbox that shows up gives you a one, instead of having to go to every single thing and go like, let me relax there, let me relax there, let me relax there, right? Because sometimes the number of unique players, it's like, I want five unique, five unique players per, per lineup. It's like, well, that's going to be pretty hard when there's only two slots left in each lineup and you want like 50% of one guy and 50% of the other guy. It's like, it can't possibly have five unique players between the lineups. So you may have to relax that a little in order to get exactly what you want. But like I said, on that page, when it does come up, there is a checkbox that basically says, please relax all of my buildings. Right, so you could do it just, in, and without having to reset. Because that's one thing that it's like, okay, let me try resetting everything. And then you see what works and then you can't get it back because you have to do it all manually, right? Oh, I, I, I have 68 player groups and I had to delete them all in order to get, get, get this all to work. I had to hit the reset settings button. It's like, no, well, just hit the checkbox. We'll ignore all of your build rules to see if you now, now, now put in your exposed. Now, now see if you get what you want on all of these late swaps. And then if you don't get what you want and you want to go through individually, through your build rules and your in your groups and everything, then you could just uncheck the box and then go through manually. So that, that helps you there. So I would suggest, obviously, if you're a Roto-Grinder pre, pre, uh, premium member, uh, you could get this. 
but this is especially like NBA. Like I'm, I'm using this every night in NBA, right? NBA, NBA is nuts. 8.30, this guy's out. Then 9 o'clock, new starting lineup there. Oh, this guy may not play, right? All the time. So get, get, get used to it. Some, and, but like I said, sometimes it's finicky, but it's primarily finicky because of your build rules. Because of, it, it's either for two reasons. One, it's because of your build rules and also because you didn't get the locked, you didn't get the most updated version. Even like, like an NBA, for instance, like you, you may not, you may not get this in NFL, but in NBA, sometimes, you know, we have a game at 7.30, a game at 8 o'clock, a game at 8.30, a game at 9 o'clock. And then you're like, uh, you go to late swap before the 7.30 game, right? It's it let, for whatever reason, because someone's in, someone's out, and it's 7.20. So you go, you download the thing from DraftKings, right? And, and you go and you put it through and then you upload it back again. And it's, and it's uh, when, you, when, you up, when you upload it back, it's 7, 7.28. And then some people end up, accidentally using the old csv and then trying to do that again and then get an error right because it's your old lineups it's not your new late swap lineups so that's why you have to download download it again right or you're making swaps at seven let's say you're making swaps at 720 but you're not touching any of the 730 games anyway right so then you're like you're making changes for in the nine o'clock games but then 730 passes which means that game locks and then you, you're still you're still using the file that you downloaded before 7:30. That doesn't include the lock for the 7:30 game, which means that in this it's, it may not come up. It may come up as unlocked, and then now drafting is going to give you an error because any players from that game it'll it'll say, well, you can't edit that because the game already locked. So always make sure that you're that you're using the the most current for that slate, a CSV based on the time. So like 4:05. I mean, we're still in the NFL. We have a 405 game and a 425 game, right? So if you're using the, the CSV for, for 405, for, for let's say at 330, and then 405 passes, and then now download it again because those two 405 games are going to be locked. So click it on again and then do whatever you're going to do, right? So this just helps you because some people have problems here uh, and, it gets, and it gets finicky. So, and some people have excessive build rules, excessive exposures, excessive everything. And then, you know, oh, I want to late swap 150 lineups. And it says it can't do any, right? It says zero of 150. You know, like, why, why isn't it doing it? All I'm doing is taking this guy out and moving that guy there. It's like, well, if you do that and you have a build rule that says you have to spend like all of your salary at 50,000, like, well, do the math. Like you're, you're switching out a guy that's cheaper. Like he can't give you any of those lineups right? Most of the lineups that you're jamming in only have one slot of it. So if you go down from 6,300 to 6,000, that's a 49.7 lineup. And if you have your, if you have your, your, your salary at 49, you know, eight to five, it's going to say, nope, can't build it. Sorry. Zero of 150 or whatever. Only 15 out of 150. Like it's typically due to these types of things. But like I said, if you want to relax them all at once, there is an option for but still, you have to still develop a process for that, right? They're just don't 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 do what a lot of people do, and no no offense to to some of the premium users. If you've never used Lineup HQ before, learn how to use it before five minutes before lock. Okay, that's the experiment. Even with the late swap thing, if even if you don't plan on late swapping, just after one o'clock when the game's locked. At 105, download the thing again and then go through it. You go, 
and and see how it works. Right? Don't wait. Don't wait until three fifty. Don't wait until ten minutes before the four or five games lock. Go. Let me make sure this works and I understand what to do. That's the least you could do. I personally would say to do that. Do that before. Like I screw around with it for a week before you even do it for real with, with you know real money entries. Same thing with lineup HQ in general. Right. If you, you spend when, but what do you do on Wednesday? Well, if you don't know how to use lineup HQ that well, spend, spend a few hours, right? Spend some time going, like, what does this do? What does that do? Let me see if I could build 20 lineups, 100 lineups the way that I want. What does this player group do? Oh, let me, how do I put a player group together? How do I, you know, all those types of things? We have videos. So, so you could watch all the videos also, but doing it yourself. But a lot, a lot of times I see, I, I see in our, in our, our Discord, like some, someone that I've never seen before or something, you know, new subscriber, whatever, old one that is, you know, not active in Discord. You know, like I'm trying to do X, Y, and Z in line of HQ and it's, it's 12.52. It's eight minutes before lock. And like, it's like, what, what, why, 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 why do you, why are you asking this now? I'm trying to get X and Y and then I'm playing, a, what group should I make here? And they screw up a group because of a conditional player and something. It's like, I'm getting all the Kyler Murray and nothing. Right, they they built a ton of groups. Because sometimes, but let, let's say let's say someone does this, like like they'll. I'm just going to play. It's a Deontay Johnson. I'm going to put in the the wide receivers. Right, they're going to do Deontay Johnson and uh, Juju and Claypool. Like like they intended on it being. I don't want to play more than one of them in a lineup, but they accidentally clicked that button. Use exactly one player. Right, they accidentally did that, and they have a ton of other groups, right? So this is group whatever out of like 20, 30, something like that. But they didn't realize they accidentally clicked the one, right? Zero to one means just use at most of one, right? Minimum zero, maximum one, okay? So there can't be two in one lineup. But once you put it min one, that means you're going to get in every single, you bet, I'm building 100 lineups, you're going to get at least one of these. You're going to get one, not two. But every lineup, you're going to look and like, why, why is it jamming in uh, Jayante Johnson into 78% of my lineups? Lineup HQ is broken. Why is it doing it? There's a glitch. It's like, no, it's, it's user error, right? You have to go through every group and go, did you, you know in your head that this is, you wanted zero of one, and this is giving you one of one. Now, if you were experiencing lineup HQ and you did this accidentally, like if I ended up doing it accidentally, I would understand that that's, what ha- that's what's happened. Because it's not like he even projects well. Right. Obviously, the best point per dollar values, you may get tons of them if you don't cap them. But a lower projected guy, I'll go, why, why am I getting 78% Deontay Johnson? It's like, oh, yeah, I probably screwed up that group. Right. That's the only way that that could happen. So you go there and you, you play like that. Or sometimes you accidentally do zero to two and you go, oh, I'm still seeing, I'm still seeing groups with the, I'm still seeing uh, run two of them together. And I made a group not to do that. It's like, and then you go back to the group and you go, oh, whoops. Whoops. I accidentally did that. Or they use a conditional player wrong, right? They go, if, if so-and-so is in the lineup, like Roethlisberger, I'm just using this for an example. Roethlisberger's in the lineup, right? Use exactly one. And then even and then in your stack settings, you have Steelers as a double stack, right? And then you end up, because you say, use exactly one of these three, you're going to get a ton of James Washington and Eric Ebron. Right, because it's because in your stack section, you set up a primary stack for the Steelers with a quarterback 
and two, you know, two wide receiver tight ends, right? Something like that. And they didn't realize that you, you left, that you have to use one, only one, min one, max one. Now, if you did one to two, then you'd be fine. Then you could get Roethlisberger plus two of these guys. But maybe you accidentally, you didn't understand what the group meant. And now you go, now, now, now you're, you're discorded. You're, you're going in going, uh, I don't understand why I'm getting Eric Ebron in 40% of my lineups. It's like, yeah, because you said that you want double stacks of the Steelers. It can only give you one of the wide receivers. So who else is available? Washington, Ebron, some of the other Steelers. So a lot, a lot of the, the, a lot, a lot of the, the, the glitches, glitches to say, uh, is, is user error. Definitely because you're not experienced in using lineup HQ. And it's not that hard. It's not, it's not that hard. But troubleshooting that type of stuff, like the more experience you are using lineup HQ or any type of optimizer, it's much easier to figure out like why, why is one thing happening? Why is one thing not happening? And, ha- and then how to prevent one thing from happening more than others. And that's where exposures and unique players and, and you know, how those salaries work out together, like just visualizing all that does help. Let's see. Go through the YouTube chat. Oh, boy. Uh, Hey, Blender, when you run your tournament lineups to see who is over-owned, under-owned, do you run it off the raw lineups or with your stack rules? Typically with some type of stack rule. Like probably not naked quarterbacks, but very limited correlation. Like I'm not running it with, you know, hundred percent secondary stacks. Just, that's not, that's the reason why I'm, I have to see who's over owned and under owned is I have to build lineups that are similar to what the field is going to build. And yes, while a lot of sharp players will build three plus ones and one plus one secondary correlations, you know, stuff like that. Uh, not the, 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 most of the field doesn't. Yeah. But they'll stack a quarterback with a, with a pass catch, right? They'll at least do that. They may play some running back defense, right? So I'm like, I'm kind of setting up my stack rules for like, what what was the field going to do? And then obviously setting a cap on players because obviously we're not going to get at 95% owned uh, Najee Harris. No, maybe you cap him at 30. You cap some of these, you look at the projected ownership and then you use your max on those, right? Whoever's the highest. And then you start seeing what, what, what do lineups look like? Matt Noah says uh, soccer is my most profitable DFS sport. Same for me. Well, not that I think from long term, yes. There's just not, not enough money. You can't win. You, you can't win a hundred thousand dollars in soccer. Maybe during the World Cup, maybe. Like in one in one shot. Like the like today's large field GPP is twenty k to first, but it's five k to second. I mean, it's a horrible payout structure. I, I primarily play cash games and the high dollar. Smaller field GPPs. But yeah, but I'll still make large field lineups. I'll, I'll, I'll hand build, uh, you know, five, 10 lineups for the large field. I, ho- I hope uh, probably when NFL season's over or something during the off season to get uh, uh, the development team to, to work on the, the, the soccer lineup HQ. Because soccer, they're, they're, there are correlations there that aren't similar to other sports. So we don't, we don't have not, none that I see, none in the industry have I seen uh, an optimizer that has proper uh, functionality for, for soccer? If, if you're into correlated, correlated groups and stuff like that. 
card fan, when aggregating projections, did you come up with a quick way to address the different defense naming conventions? Or are you manually adjusting every time? Late news on Sunday was a challenge. No, our, our uh, lineup HQ will match that for you. When you upload, when you upload here, like when you upload here, you go, you, you upload. The, I, don't, I don't, I don't have anything for, for this week. Uh, right. It says projections upload name matching. Even right. Our software will help you match names when they aren't an exact match. The defense is always matched correctly in, in, in lineup HQ. So it'll already show, it'll already give you a little pop-up that says there, there were, there were, there were 32 errors, you know, matching, you know, and matching whatever. And it'll show like, oh, Buffalo Bills, Bills. And with the little, little uh, radio dial and it'll already, already be checked. So all the defenses end up, you know, you just go through that screen. You don't even have to scroll. You know that no matter where you're getting your defense, you know, the defense column from, it's going to be, line of HQ is going to be able to match it up. It's those other players. Like, I think like Tyron Johnson, is that Tyler Johnson? Right? Like, like those, you may get one or two of those. A lot of times it doesn't happen on players that are worth the crap anyway. Right? It's like, is, is that Dante Harris or Demetrius Harris? If the naming convention is slightly off. But for the defenses, it will, I, I did it this past, this past uh, um, Sunday. Like when I aggregate, when I, you know, take projections from other sources and upload them here, like it just goes through that, upload it. It'll say, ah, you got 132, whatever. Like so, some, some uh, around the industry, some of, some of their projection files include all of the games, right? So they'll include the Sunday night game, the Monday night game, but obviously they're not in, in the, the current slates, you know, names and find everything. So you'll get like, oh, there's 378 errors. And it's trying and it's and it's trying to match up guys from the Monday game to someone else, right? And so you may have to go through a couple of those if you're doing it. But most of the time it just it automatically says skip it. There's a box that says skip this now, and it's automatically checked. So it'll, you'll see, like, oh, you know, like uh, uh in this past what slate with the Rams, the Rams and the Bears or whatever weren't on the slate. So it's like Matthew Stafford, skip. You know, Cooper Cup, skip, because it couldn't match anything because obviously they're not on the current slate, yet they're still in that projections file. But yeah, but the defensive stuff, it'll it'll, it'll, automatic, the, it'll automatically do. Just basically, you get that screen that comes up and then you click next and you click and submit and it'll do everything for you. Okay, let's see. Going through the YouTube chat. If you want to use a quarterback in a stack and or solo, how do you set that up in lineup HQ? Well, you just have another, another primary stack. So let's say you're playing, let's say whatever you're playing, whatever just you're playing, you know, quarterback with two pass catchers, but you also want to play a quarterback. Like let's say, you know, Philadelphia, right? You want to play Jalen hurts or Kyler Murray naked, but only those guys naked. We'll add another primary stack with zero, one and nothing. Right. And you don't apply it to all the teams. You just apply it to Arizona and you apply it to Philadelphia. And now obviously you just have to send a percentage in the rest of your lineups. Let's say you want to have a naked Jalen Hurts. You're building a hundred lineups. You want five Hurts naked and five Murray naked. So there, that's 10%. So do the math in your head. So if that's 10%, the other one would be 90%. So that's, It'll, it'll do exactly what you want. Quarterback with no from the same team and none from the, maybe you want, maybe you want a run back, right? Maybe I want someone from the other side of the game. You could do that. Let's say you want ones that are, are standalone and ones that are also with a run back. 
well, then set up another primary. You could do this, set up another primary stack. I'm not saying this is the most efficient way of doing it, right? You go, oh, well, I also want naked quarterback and a run back from Arizona and Philadelphia. So how many of those types of lineups? Maybe maybe you want, you want 5% and 5% or something, or something like that. Depending on how much you want, what, you, what comes out. So that you could do it at the same time by doing by using these. Some people do it separately. I mean, you could do that. You could some people instead of trying to get it all in one build, basically go, well, I want half of my lineups to look like this. And then they just build, you know, if they're building a hundred hundred lineups, they go, well, I'm gonna build 50 like this. And then they change the brand and then they build 50 separately and they combine it together uh, in the save lineup set. If you want to do it that way, there's, mul there's multiple ways to skin a cat, right? Is that a, is that a stain? I believe that's a stain, right? Matt, no, uh, Messi with Liverpool stack, money underpriced, and then play left back and right back for all the crosses. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I think most people on today's soccer slate are going to play two PSG forwards. That's going to be that's going to be the construction. Met, I think it, more more Messi plus Neymar. Mbappe is going to be kind of the odd one out. But still, I think two PSG players, are going to, that's the chalk way to build. If you're playing cash games, that's probably how you build. We don't know if Kevin De Bruyne is going to even play. But, I mean, Man City are as, almost as big of a favorite as against uh, RB Leipzig than uh, PSG against Club Bruges. But outside of that, then you have to find the cheap players. And I think uh, the, the cheap players are going to come from Sporting Lisbon depending on how they how they line up. Sporting Lisbon is just, I, I think, they I don't know what they did. They underpriced like everyone in Sporting Lisbon. And probably you're playing, the chalk build will have one of the Liverpool fullbacks, most probably Robertson over TAA. It's hard to fit an $8,000 defender when you're playing two 10K plus forwards. But if you're doing anything else, if you're, if you're like, that's why I said, if you're playing Mane and Salah, if you're playing Gabriel Jesus, if you're playing Riyad Mahrez, or depending on who starts for Man City, I mean, there's going to be so much ownership on, on the, on the PSG forwards. But rightfully so. It's, it's rightfully so. It's most probably, I would say, arguably the greatest front three in the history of soccer, in the history of all soccer, including international soccer. To have Messi, Neymar, and Mbappe in the same front line, you're, you're talking you're, you're talking about quite quite possibly the greatest soccer player ever. Then paired along with maybe a top ten at least, if not five ever, and then Mbappe, who maybe ten years from now will say that he's one of the top five ever, right? In this in the same front line for Paris Saint Germain. And, and they're, they have a three and a half, three and a three quarter total. They're a minus 500 favorite on the road. So if they were home, they were like minus 1200 or something. But that's going to, that's going to be the try. If PSG only score one or two goals, then you could win the slate elsewhere. Or you, or you try to take the PSG guys that, I mean, it's kind of hard to say that, oh, PSG scores four goals and none of them have any. I mean, like that, it's, it's almost impossible to, to, for, that, for that to happen. Center back goals, I guess. Uh, Genie Wijnaldum maybe out of the midfield. I mean, you could. That's kind of that's kind of the chalk way to play uh, the Champions League. 
slate that's coming up. Okay, let's go through some more questions in the YouTube chat. Uh, Joe Marino, if I'm looking to build different lineups for different size contests, is there a way in lineup HQ to save build rules and exposures for one contest, then create another set of build rules exposures? Now, you really you can't save sets of those. You could save a default though. So one a hack around for that is that uh, uh, if we look here in in build rules, you see down here, you could set defaults, right? So defaults means like what it starts out with, like a new slate gets built and, you know, it automatically starts with, you know, you're building 150 lineups with three uniques and whatever is on this screen, if you click update at DK NFL defaults and it's per site. So you'd have to do this for FanDuel. You have to do it for Yahoo. So you could update it. So for instance, let's say uh, my default for for whatever, whatever is it, NFL, let's say is 150, two, you know, just bare basic. But I spend at least... 49, 500, right? And I said, update. And then there you go. DraftKings NFL defaults were saved for this browser. Okay? So now if I go and change, let's say I'm going to change a bunch of stuff. I'm changing this. I'm changing that. I'm doing whatever. I mean, I'm setting setting numbers here. I'm doing 80, whatever. I mean, obviously I'm just making up numbers. 80 to 180. I'm doing max stuff. Play with this. The quarterback range of outcomes is who knows. The max exposure down here, you know, I'm doing all this type of stuff, right? And this is like, okay, now I'm going to build, you know, you got everything right. And now you're building lineups, right? And it's like, okay, now I want like, what you want to do is different lineups for different sites. You want to have different types of, be able to save some of this. Well, you did it for this one thing and then you go, okay, reset DK NFL defaults. Yeehaw. And now there you go. No, no, it didn't work. It should have. Do I have to reload? nope it didn't reset okay reset it okay so you have to reset all your nfl settings you go like that and it should go back to way the way it was with your defaults as it reloads that's what it should do at least (laughs) Okay, let's go. Reset, go back, build rules. Yep, right back to where you set it, right? 49.5, 152. So if you want to do it that way, so it's like if you know your, this is your settings for your large field build, and then you, then you save it. So at least you can go back to it. You could. Okay, anything else? Flagrant foul, are all your lineups closely correlated, which is spelled wrong, based off of one main lineup? No. Pierre Dota, just out of curiosity, how do you spend your NFL game day after lock? Do you watch live games, red zone, or are you completely data-driven and keep a track of the green dots on DK or both? Depends on the sport. I watch I watch red zone just to, it's entertainment. What else am I doing, right? Uh, if, if I'm building uh, afternoon-only stuff, like worst-case scenario, I got red zone on while I'm working on my computer anyway, right? So, I mean, I, I, I can pull it up on my, I have three screens here, right? And the Island games, right? Showdowns and stuff. Like what, what else am I, if I wasn't watching the game, I'd be like watching Netflix or something. So that's not a big, like basketball is one of them that I don't watch. 
like basketball, baseball, every once in a while. Like I'll, I'll, put, I'll put on the early games, like at seven o'clock, oh, the game's locked. Okay, let's see what's going on early. But outside of that, typically, you know, the late games, I'm, I'm not even paying, I'm not even paying attention. Maybe I'll check in with the at, at bat, MLB at bat app every once in a while. Oh, Blue Jays put up eight runs. Oh, okay, that's nice. Right, I have a bunch of them. That type of thing. But after lock, I'm, I'm worried more about late swaps. Obviously, an NBA. That's why I don't watch NBA. I don't know how you could watch NBA. Like, I'm too busy. I, I don't know what's going on. I'd rather watch the play-by-play, if anything, the text play-by-play. This, this NBA, you know, you're, you're at your computer from 7 o'clock Eastern to whenever the late, the 10, 10.30. Because there's always late swaps to make. Oh, something's always possibly going to happen. And if I'm not at my computer, I'm near it. I mean, I'm, I'm in the living room on the couch watching something else. I'll get a notification from RG. Oh, it's not Kawhi Leonard sitting. Then I have to go back into my office and, okay, let's see. What are the, what are the swaps or anything? But, but uh, the only time I wouldn't watch like Red Zone is like, obviously if I'm building tons of lineups for the afternoon slate, obviously the showdown stuff. Like I typically am not, typically I'm not at 6.50, you know, when the inactives come out for the late, the Sunday night showdown, whatever. Like I, I'm not even paying attention to Red Zone or anything. Maybe on my computer, maybe. But I'm more concerned about building lineups for that night's showdown slate. Whatever, whatever slate I'm working on or whatever. That's how most people are. I mean, I I I I I watched I watched the games more than 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 most than most sharper players, right? But a lot of a lot of the, the guys in the top, you know, 20 on Rotogrinders, top 25, don't watch any of the games ever at all. Sometimes you'll you'll go to live finals. And, you know, they have all the screens with all the games and have to have the people there, you know, once lock hits, they're not even, they, they're, they're eating somewhere else. They're out doing, I mean, they're not even watching the games at all. Because what, what decisions you have to make anymore? It's done. All you're doing is watching the slot machine, you know, come out with the, whatever it comes out with. Oh, do, 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 do. Hard fan said it when it, are you talking about the defenses thing? It matched for me. I don't know. I use multiple projection sources and it matched them all. So I don't know. I don't. I don't know. It obviously depends on the CSV that you're using and what, what projections you're. It's coming. I don't know. You may have to go into the CSV and change a change a, a header or something. I don't know. All I know is that it's it, it's worked for it, it's it's matched up all the defenses in every projection set that I've uploaded. So that's that's all I know. The best thing to do is when it happens. Go into the LHQ lineup HQ help channel in Discord, and show like uh, you know a, a screenshot or something, and then someone can help you. But for the moment, for, in my experience, I can only go by mine. I if I can't reproduce the problem, then I don't know how I could solve it. Oh, let's see. Edward Brown, Messi, Mbappe, and Neymar each need multiple goes to pay up their prices. So wait, wait until <laughs> no, they don't. They need. One goal. These guys could get 15 points. Per, we've had we've had Neymar games where Neymar puts up 26 points without a goal. Right? Eight eight fouls drawn, 14 crosses, six chances created, five shots, three on goal. Like and, and he's like, oh, he's 26 points. <laughs> no assist, even, right? Just no goals, no assists, 26 points. So no, no, these guys could these guys could get there. The goal helps them even obviously the goals help them even more. But it's also a six-game slate. It's other, you know, Salah, Mane, Jota for, for Liverpool. You got the Man City front line. I mean, 
there's going to be goals. There's most likely going to be goals between the six games that if, if Messi and Neymar put up 20 points each, like that's beatable, but it's still like, it's still 20 points. If you're still getting 20 points, like, like that's not going to hurt you, right? You're not going to not win a GPP with Messi in your lineup. That's why I think the, the, uh, the, contra- the, the large field build is you just play one or play all three. Just one of the two. I think all three, I think people will try to jam in all three. I think I'm more, more likely in GPP to play one or obviously none and just find the one that, that puts up the most points, right? You play Messi only. You play Mbappe only. You play Neymar only and hope that, you know, Neymar has 38 points and Messi's sitting there with 12 and Mbappe's sitting there with eight. And it's like, just like, oh, they scored three goals and it was all through Neymar. Neymar has two goals. And he also has an assist to, you know, a Genie Wijnaldum goal or some center back goal on a set piece. And then there you go. And that's it. And you get that one. Okay. NFL DFS is the hardest GPP sport for me. I make, I'm making correlated lineups with just the wrong pass catchers. Yeah, that's, that's the variance, right? I mean, I did the same thing. Right, you go, you go. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna build, I'm gonna build a lineup for the spy or something, and I'm gonna play Joe Mixon, and uh, and who do I? I want to play a, a Vikings receiver. I'm gonna play Justin Jefferson, and then it turns out Adam Adam Thielen is the one with two touchdowns. Right, and you go. Okay, I'm gonna play Seattle. Right, Russell Wilson, and 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 yeah, then you have to choose between Metcalf and Lockett. Right, you choose Metcalf. He did okay, but Lockett did way better. It's like ah, I got that wrong. And then he played Michael Pittman and Zach Pascal with two touchdowns, right? Like that, that's the variance of NFL. You can't just say, you know, just I'm going to take everyone. That's why a lot of people multi-enter so they could have multiple combinations. Of that, right? So you know, if, I'm, if, if I'm playing 20 lineups, I'm going to play Russell Wilson Lockett lineups. I'm also going to play Russell Wilson Metcalf lineups. I'm going to play Russell Wilson Metcalf Pittman, Russell Metcalf uh, you know, Lockett and Pascal, I'm going to make make very similar, you know, 2v2, 3v3 type of combinations like that. Just so I don't have to be, I don't have to guess. Obviously, if I'm building one lineup, I have to make a choice, right? This past uh, this past Sunday, my choice was more on the Metcalf side than Lockett. So if I was making one lineup like that, I would have had Metcalf. And he, he still got, what, 18 points or something? But uh, Lockett had, what, 29 or whatever, whatever he had. Get more. Oh well, that them them's the breaks. Welcome, welcome to DFS. That's that's what it is. I mean, that's that's you could be off by this much, and that could be the difference between coming in uh, 12th place and coming in second place, right? Coming in first place. That's it. Just the very which which one which one of two good guys has a slightly better game, right? That's it. That's it. But that that's what DFS is, and that's what I talk about here. Right. I answer your DFS strategy questions tomorrow. Maybe we'll look at the, the showdown. It's a horrible game tomorrow. What giants giants to Washington tomorrow. May look at that. Uh, we'll, we'll take a, maybe we'll get some initial ownership for the Sunday slate for NFL. And then as always uh, answer your questions about the tools, about, uh, about DFS strategy, anything. I mean, it's guided by you. I know a lot of people listen to the podcast. I'm waving. If you can't hear me, I'm waving to the podcast people. Feel free to subscribe anywhere you get your podcast, uh, the DFS pregame show, uh, rate and review on iTunes. 
Uh, but it's guided, it's guided by you in the YouTube chat. So you could always come by at 11 o'clock in the morning, Monday through Friday, for the DFS pregame show on rotogrinders.com. Thank you.